Go ahead, take your time. Don't worry about us. Fuck, you're like a diva, man. Isn't he? The way he moves, like, just slowly, like, slowly. Just like, hey, this is this Dude. is my world. Y'all are just living in it. Yeah, yeah. As you two just sit there and make me do all the work. Hey, uh, hey, we're, can, hey, we're not going to argue. Can you, can you adjust this camera? I need, yeah. my, I need my good angle. Oh, the irony of calling me the diva as I'm sitting over here trying to get cameras set up and press and record. You're yeah. such a diva. Yeah. Well. Man, you too. I don't know why I still hang out with you two. That's a good question. <laughs> no appreciation and only Oh, here we go. Disrespect. You, here we go. <laughs> we feel the same about you. That's good. Touche. Right. Q&A episode 11. Episode 11, let's do this. We're here, 11 weeks in. Yeah. And the topic today is an exciting one because it's the best time of year. Would you guys agree? Uh, Why is it the best time of year? It depends. It depends on what side you're on. True. Now, as a fan, it's the best time of year. Yeah, as a fan, it is. And if you don't know what we're talking about, because not everybody's a sports fan that listens to this podcast, it's uh, NFL training camps open up this week, or at least the Cowboys do, which is really the only team that matters, Mm -hmm. I've heard, I'm told. That's it. Uh, and the Patriots, of course. I think they probably start next week. And the Buccaneers. Watch your the- mouth. <laughs> just watch your mouth. Just, just stay But anyway, anyway yeah. we've got two former NFL athletes on this set. Mm-hmm. And it would be a shame not to utilize our resources and get some inside knowledge. You know, we got hard knocks and we got all these different shows. But this is a true, like, transparent behind the scenes. I want to know what y'all's feelings were like. I want to know everything. Mm. About going into training camp, what training camp was like yeah. for you guys and y'all's experience. We have two very totally different. different perspectives. Yeah. Darren was very, you know, second round pick. Uh, he was very solidified in his role for 13 years. Tyler, mm. on the other hand, he had to watch his back a little bit. He was fighting for a job most yeah. training yeah. camps. Every training every camp. Every training camp. Yeah, yeah, every training camp. So awesome insight that we're about to we're about to hear. Uh, and if you're not a sports fan, well maybe you'll learn something today. Yeah. You know, maybe you'll maybe you'll have some fun anyway. So Who's not a sports fan? Well, that's true. Come on. What I want to know first and foremost, I, you, know, you know how I am. I'm, I'm touchy-feely. I'm all in the feels kind of guy. I want to know from each of you, Darren, we'll start with you, your first mini camp, or sorry, your first training, training camp. camp. What was it like going into your very first training camp? And more specifically, what were your thoughts? What were your fears? What were you feeling going into that first training the camp? The first one coming in was the unknown, just the fear of the unknown. Like, I didn't know what to expect. In college, I kind of knew, you know, the protocol and how we were going to go about things. You know, I spent four years at Arizona State. You go up to Camp Town, Arizona. You know what time the meetings start. You know where the, the tempo of practice, you know, when you're going to have practice, knew the break time, how to rest. You just knew – the consistencies and the layout of practice. So when I got to the NFL, it was totally different. You know, training camp was in Austin. Wasn't I thought coming in was okay. You know, it's going to be in Dallas. Training camp is going to be in Dallas. No, it's in Austin. Now I have to get find a way to get up to Austin. When do I leave? I mean, there was so many. You had to. Coordinate. There was no like team bus or anything. There was a. It was a car. You you found your way up to freaking really? training camp with yeah. a car huh. or yeah. plane, and I mean, I can see an Oxnard. Like, yeah, of course I'm you get yourself asking, out there, but Austin. Yeah, but no. I'm asking people, yeah. like, you know, where is where's Austin? <laughs> like, where's, That's right. You're not from here. I'm not from here. You know, where are you what, from? What do I need to bring? Right. Uh, so all the little things, you, you know, it was it was more taxing because of the fact that you just it was the unknown. And then it was fighting for a position. So the, the anxiety was 
instantly there because I'm fighting to, you know, I want to start, man. Yeah. I don't want to be sitting behind someone. I want to start. I need to, I'm learning the system, uh, you know, trying to go over film work, reading through my playbook, doing all the little things at the same time and trying to figure out where training camp was and all that. So logistics. But once I got there, man, it was I, I honestly, man, I, I know people always say, well, this sucks and this sucks and all that, man. But I enjoyed that process. We're going to get there. I mean, I just, I just, we're going to get there. Yeah, I just want to know I, what your initial. But I'm were. just saying, I, once I got there, I got my feet settled in and all that. I just felt good. And back, but back then, the one thing that I think most of us were yeah, the, the, the anxiety was really in my stomach was was about the, the conditioning test. <laughs> yeah, like that truth. was the thing that I mean, beyond everything, beyond yeah. the location, beyond, you know, the fighting for position. You needed to pass the conditioning test. Right. Yeah. And that was, you know, I think at that time was 17 110s. We ended up getting up to 24 110s, but it was 17 110s. And that shit was like, holy cow, I got to make this. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I don't make it, it's, I knew I was going to make it, but the embarrassment of not making it was, yeah. you know. Yes. Yeah, it's funny that, you know, you mentioned a lot of things there, and very little of it was about actual football that you were no. anxious about. Oh, dude. It was Logistics. all the little ancillary, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting oh, down absolutely. there, mm-hmm. conditioning test. That's funny. Absolutely. Tyler, Yeah. what was your experience? Because you, and go back to listen, was it episode five that you told your story, episode three? I forget which I one. I think it was five. It's it called five. The Green Couch. It's the very beginning, one of the first episodes that we went through Tyler's story. Tyler had to fight tooth and nail just to get to the NFL. Yeah. It was a long journey. So when you finally got yeah. there, what were your anticipation? What were your feelings going to your very first training yeah. camp? Yeah, so similar to Darren, the unknowns, right? Because I'd been through college training camp. I'd been through CFL training camp. I'd been through UFL training camp, arena. I'd been all these different training camps. But now you're at the NFL, mm. right? Like this is the elite of the elite, right? You just, you just don't know. And the, the additional layer of challenges was the fact that that was a lockout year. So I didn't have an off season with the team. So you can't ask those. I didn't have the opportunity to ask those questions. So it's literally, okay. I I haven't, I, I was, I was in Cleveland for, for, uh, three weeks in December. Um, and then I hadn't been back. Mm. So six months I was at home training on my own, like, hopefully, cause there's no contact between the organization. So hopefully like, I'm prepared. I don't know what I'm supposed to be prepared for. So there's just a ton of unknowns. So the anxiety for sure was real. Now that year we did not have a conditioning test mm-hmm. just because they could not implement it. Every year after that, there was one, but it was, man, it was just that the unknowns and then really kind of going into it as well as do I belong here? Mm. Do I belong in the NFL? Like, can I compete with these guys? And, and the anxiety of that was real for sure. Cause it was like, we were pregnant with our first child. So it was like, there was a lot on the line. Like I got to go out and I got to show out because I've got to earn a roster spot because I don't have, and it wasn't like, Hey, I got to earn a starting spot. It was, I got to make this team, team. Yeah, yeah, because totally different I, I don't have any other options at this point or else I'm going back to the being a bartender and selling insurance. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So there was, it, it just, the anxiety was all time high and going to Cleveland. Now we were on site with the organization. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to have a remote, training mm-hmm. camp uh my first year but man just the unknowns it man, was i bet playing in cleveland you're kind of wishing i wish we did have an alternate side here <laughs> actually you know what uh, cleveland browns facilities because they built a new one when they came back um 
in yeah, I went what, and saw nine, that one. Nine, nine, yeah, it's, a nice, nice. it's a nice, it's a nice Berea, Ohio, Berea, Ohio. Yeah, it's actually not bad. Summertime is is it's, it's, it's nice, it's and huge. they and they do a damn good job as far as like fans coming out because mm. that dog, dog pound, pound. Uh, yeah. dog pound, yeah. those yeah. fans are yeah, yeah they're another yeah. level. Yeah. So you guys mentioned the anxieties. What were you excited about, Darren? You first. Uh, I was excited about the competition. I was I was really excited because I felt like you know. Leading up to training camp, you, you go through these mini camps and you sort of get to the feel and veterans come around. You, you know, you get to size each other up or whatnot. And I did some good things at mini camp, man. And I, I had a good little group around me, Kevin Smith and Clayton Holmes and Greg Briggs. We, we had this little rookie nucleus that we were competitive, man. Yeah. And we were doing one-on-ones. And <clears throat> back then – as far as DBs, like if you could compete on in one on ones where it's just you and the wide receiver or you and the tight end and whatnot, and you had some success, that's when that dog starts. Yeah. That's when that confidence, which starts by to the come way up. is skewed towards the offense. Big oh, time. absolutely. So if and you can have success in that, you're yeah. yeah and most time you're going to get deal. beat. I mean, it's just yeah. a part of yeah, it's just, it's, it. That's how it's designed. We're looking. I'm looking at how we were competing and how our veterans were competing. Man, we're on the same line, if not better, mm-hmm. uh, than what they were doing. So I couldn't wait. To get out there, and all football is specifically as a defensive back or wide receiver, you're just showing off, man. Yeah. yeah. And the fan base out there in Austin, Texas, was unbelievable. Uh, did was, you ever? Did you ever call out Michael Irvin? There was a there was a no. young DB. No. Ah, who was it? Kevin's. Just recently, uh, in the NFL, apparently he's been out there calling out the team's number one receiver. I yeah, that's what you know. Number ones usually go at once. Yeah. One goes with a one. Well, I yeah. know, but this is a, like a young, like rookie cornerback, and it's just it, it's just interesting. He's yeah. got that dog that mentality. Dog, that's like, fine, man. So, that's did, so that was my question. Did no. you ever? Did you ever call? No, I'll like, do it. Well, so there's, so there's a balance, right? Yeah. There's yeah. a dog mentality, and then there's just stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Right? don't be. Right? There's those guys that like have an overinflated ego, yeah. trying yeah. to like make a splash. I mean, I, I respect the fact that you're putting your name out there, yeah. but there's a, there's so many times that like I mean, people would call out Dez. Like young, yeah. like undrafted free agents, they call out Des, and he would just make an example out. Yeah, I tell or, you who did call me out, called you out. Yeah, late when he, in his rookie year, who that? It was Jason Witten. Oh, Jason Witten called me out. I was on the other field covering wide receivers, and he was like, "Come over here, and get some." His rookie year, and I no way, gladly, yeah. gladly went over there. Tell us about that. Oh, that's that's a good yeah. story. Gladly, this. Yeah, he'll tell, tell you this. this. There's a reason why he calls me the claw because he learned. <laughs> cheated because he learned. Not learned. He learned. He he got something. he got learned. He got learned. He got taught a lesson. Well, I had a little inside knowledge. I knew what they were running. Yeah. But <laughs> hold on, hold on. Start over. Let's walk through the story. This is this yeah. is that's, this is probably an untold story to us. Yeah, this, so yeah. Jason Witten calls you out. I'm on the other field camp. and we're doing one on ones and the safeties. Normally, like the starting safeties, we usually covered the wide receivers. Yeah. This is how we we came up. Yeah, typically, linebackers yeah. and uh, and maybe some safeties, but linebackers yeah. will cover the tight ends, running backs. Yeah, yeah. the safeties yeah. that couldn't cover the wide receivers. Yeah, that's the right. big boys. They would go over there. They would cover the tight ends. They go cover yeah. the tight ends. So the best athletes on the field. Our system was we were a one man to man team. So I had a couple wide receivers in the slot anyway. I was so, gonna say you were in the slot a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, you know, I was over here covering these guys, and you know, they're barking on the other side, uh, and you're hearing a whole bunch of noise and waiting, and the tight ends are they're beating some guys over there, and I didn't yeah. really didn't really pay attention. I thought, okay, they're killing the linebackers. Okay, whatever. So 
I hear this, come on, uh, 28 or 28, come get some of this. And Mike Zimmer. by the way, Witten doesn't call anybody by their name. Yeah. It's only numbers. And it's all single numbers, too. So Mike Zimmer, who's the defensive coordinator, looks at me. He's like, this dude's over talking a lot of shit. He's like, he's a player, man. I'm like, oh, okay. He says, uh, you can go get some. And I look over, and he's like, <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'll come on over there. <laughs> so I'll walk on over there, and it's ro- he's running with Romo. So no hesitation. You're like, let's get this on. Let's Dude, go. Dude, I've covered oh, Jay yeah. Novacek. Like, I, look, I, I'll tell you this right now. Jay Novacek used to work me. Mm. It, it, was, it was damn near impossible to cover Jay Novacek. Really? Yes, man, because he has so much wiggle, man. And he's just – he had this veteran savvy. He taught me so much on how – Leverage and how to cover tight ends, yeah. That's, and that it, it, and it helped me out in a lot of ways because yeah. because how we ran routes, man. He was very hesitant. He had a lot of it wasn't yeah. like top end speed, but well, that's wit lot. later in his career, yeah. right? When he lost his mobility, exactly. athleticism, that was wit later. And I was way better in covering guys that could run. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I could run. Right? Yeah, but if you didn't have a whole lot of wiggle to you, oh, yeah. dude, got him, yeah. got him, yeah. And that's Witten. When he first came in, he was such a good athlete that he just relied on his athleticism. Mm. Yeah. As he grew as, in the, as a player, then he became more of he had different speeds. He could adjust and all that. But, you know, that's how the rook, most rookies were. They just want to outrun you. And they, yeah. they're straight line like you were probably. I, I, I would have mauled you your, yeah. your rookie year. But that's what he was. <laughs> that, and I went over there. And I kind of, you know, being in the league – Eight years before he got, he started to understand what yeah. they're going to run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they're talking to each other, hand signals, like, fuck, dude, he's running. Yeah, okay, choice. He's running a crossing yeah. route. Yeah. yeah. And I was just jumping routes, brother. <laughs> Bing! So, Bing! Seven so, routes. Oh, got him! <laughs> so let's break this down a little bit. You walk over there, you line up next, you line up against them. First play, what happens first? First play, play they ran a crossing route. Uh huh. And I was like, come on, dude. I'm so, lined up so eight yards for piece us. of cake, you, you knocked the ball down. No, no, no. no, no, no. He, he stayed all out. in front of him, a little five-yard crossing five route. route. And I was like, come on, run a route. So they come back, and they run a little seven route. Boom, knock that down. Run a, uh, a choice like a, uh, a seven pump on me. Boom, knock that one down. So the he intercept. didn't catch one. He didn't get one. Not one. Not one. Now, I'll tell you this. So that was a win, definitely. And we, I talked so much shit, right? And I, you know me. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to that one. Yeah. As time went on, he was a monster to deal with. Yeah. Like, we got real good work. He probably won most of them. Well, he's but, so big. No, he was just, he was but so back competitive. To that, back to that point, that though, time. is, man, like, people underestimate the, the football intelligence to some people and, mm-hmm. and how to control your body in a way that sends one message, but you're actually doing another. Because like you said, like rookies are like, oh, I got to get to my spot uh, and I got to break my route really clean and I'm going to win. No, yeah. because the, the savvy defensive guys are going to be able to feel your body language. They're going to yeah. know what you're going to run before you even make that break That's right. because they can feel your body. The ones that say, okay, I can make you, I can make you believe what I want you to believe mm-hmm. with my body and mm-hmm. how I'm shaping it, how I'm bending it, how I'm you know, leaning on you here. That's what Wick got really good with late, late on, later yeah. on in his career. I mean, there's a, there's a key play late 2014 against, uh, against the Detroit Lions in the first playoff game where he ran a choice route and this linebacker or a safety that was covering him was like, I already know what you're going to run. You're going to run a choice route, and you only have two options. All my film study, all mm-hmm. these things that I'm doing, I know that you can either break it out or you can turn around and you mm-hmm. can sit down. That's it because I know you can't break it in. But because Romo and Witten had the savviness, mm-hmm. he let him believe that. He knew that he, he knew that 
the safety knew he only had two options. So he's like, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I'm going to run this. I'm going to make you think that I'm going out. So he like gave a little in and then he was going to come back out and sit back down and turn around. Well, he saw the safety vacate. So now the, the middle is open and breaks every rule that we have in our playbook, right. but breaks it in and converted on a fourth and 13 in the mm. fourth quarter in a playoff game that literally gave us the chance. And we went down and we scored to win the game. Wow. And it was like that, but people really discount those things. And, yeah. and that's where it starts is those battles in training camp. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. What uh? Do you guys can you guys think of anything wild that have ever happened in training camp? What's oh your, yeah. What's your wild? What's your wildest story oh, you man. can share look, look, that you, you can know. share? Because uh, Hard Knocks wasn't around back then. No. Give, uh, give the people some our, insight. Our training camps, guys. Oh man, we had so many in Austin. Guys trying to sneak girls in in the trunk of the car through <laughs> into yeah, the dorm. Totally disrespectful. Uh, uh, what was the one? Okay, the one that got got us kicked out of St. Edwards in Austin. Uh. So this got us kicked out. Pretty much, Mark two and A, and I'm putting them. I'm throwing them all. Wow, under the you're bus. just throwing names. Throwing them all under wow, the bus. Okay. Daryl Johnston. Hey, don't, like, don't our, trust Darren with secrets. Our veteran guys, man, were wild. Like our <laughs> offensive line, and led by you know two and A and Step and Kevin Gogan, and then you had like you know Daryl Johnson was basically a part, an extension yeah. of them. Yeah, but they ran the show. Like you, know, you just those guys in our defensive line, you just didn't mess with them, right? Well, they got amped up. They had drinks one day, and they were playing cards, and they decided to go after the young guys. And I, by this time, I was in my second or third year. And they went after the young rookies, man. And the rookies were hiding in their dorm room, and they got those fire extinguishers. <laughs> I'll never forget it, man. They got these fire <laughs> extinguishers and stuck them up underneath the door in the dorm room. And it, it's going to flush you out. Oh, yeah. It's flushing. Yeah. These kids, these guys are running out, man, and then they would just throw water on them. Boosh! <laughs> man. It was, it was funny, man. So you're was, saying training camp is all about, you know, Team bonding. Team and, bonding. And having a good time. It's all about. <laughs> it is. It, it, like, even the, the hazing, right? Yeah. It's all part of uh, it. Yeah. Well, you've got, a, you've got a hot take on hazing. Share, share your hot yeah, take I'm on not, hazing. I'm not much of a hazer, man. I mean, I, I, I was. I, I didn't have a problem with it when we were winning. Yeah. yeah. Like, when we were winning games and we were, in, you know, guys were, you know, could separate the bullshit and having fun with, hey, I need to get to work. Yeah. I was fine with, you know, yeah. hazing a guy or whatever and, you know, doing our thing. But when we started becoming 5 and 11, you you don't have I needed right. those hey, rookies. Hey, yeah, yeah. Those rookies right. were better than the veteran guys. Yeah. yeah. Like I need those guys to be ready. I don't you don't have time to be throwing water on these guys and, you know, playing these games. I need them to be in their book to win games. So yeah. I got to a point in my career, man, where I was like I'm done with the hazing shit. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. There you go. Appreciate that. Tyler, what's the what's the best you were ever hazed? So I, again, I was, it was unique because one, I was a rookie in four different training camps, CFL, mm. or, you know, I was a rookie right. four times. Did they actually consider no, you a rookie? Well, so no, not in Canada for sure. Cause that was my first year out of college, mm. but then I was always just older than everybody. So mm. it was like this 27 year old can't be a rookie. Right. right? You know, he's yeah. like, so I, I bypassed, I bypassed like the NFL hazing and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but it wasn't, by the time I got through, it wasn't too bad. Canada was probably the worst. They put you through this thing called Cardinal and it was a drinking thing. Mm. And, but like could destroy you for a week <laughs> kind of deal. But it's like a Canadian drinking game that, that they, that they did at a, at an establishment that, um, 
gentleman. Tiffany's listening. What do they do at this establishment? Gentlemen may have, have wings we for lunch. What, what does gentlemen mean? All you, can, all you can eat wings at lunch. <laughs> all you can eat wings. <laughs> But but Canada was probably the probably the most hazing. We had to sing the songs and yeah. you had to do the whole deal. And then yeah. you had to do a rookie skit and yeah. kind of do that whole deal. But it was never it was never too bad. Like I'd carry pads for the vets, you mm-hmm. know, during training camp. But it was never never anything bad that you see. Right. You know, I mean, like in college, we used to do the like saran wrap mm-hmm. to the field goal to the post, post yeah. and throw water. We used to do all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like baby powder and water <laughs> yes. and stuff like that. So. You were leading that charge. <laughs> no, I, I just know yeah, you. Not not like you I were definitely leading. Bro, that I was. Charge. I was so locked in that, like, like you. I just didn't. I didn't have really much time for it because uh. it was like. Hey, I got to get these young guys either ready to go. Yeah. It was it, it ball was everything to me. Like the other stuff wasn't wasn't as important. Yeah. So I, I call bullshit to both of you on on those takes <laughs> of your crazy. You were you were no. both right in the mix. I guarantee. No, it. I wasn't. Yeah. I'm serious. Now, now I would be the guy that I'd step in if rookies were being unreasonable. Like, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't oh, doing that. Yeah. Then I'd step in like, hey, look got to know your place like we all went through yeah. it you're no different than anybody else like that's when i would step in it, it is a weird dynamic you know because everybody's got you know a lot of athletes have egos and yeah. you know your mm-hmm. tough guy mentality so it is a weird dynamic that yeah. you got to submit that ego as a rookie and just yeah. play along that's yeah. it's going to take you a lot further than mm-hmm. trying to be the tough guy yeah. uh there was a raiders guy a few years ago abrams or something some safety and and he wasn't taking anything like yeah. he wasn't doing anything as a rookie and i just mm-hmm. remember you know, hearing yeah. the, the veteran guys just hated that. Yeah, yeah that's hard. Yeah, to deal there's with, a. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's a uh, humility and modesty in it. Being like, look, I get it. I'm not any better. I'm going to go through it. The more you fight it, the worse it gets. Yeah, for that's you. yeah, that's yeah. what I. Like yeah. you know, guys can. Be that's how I was in college. Yeah, was yeah. The, the harder you fight it, the worse it is. That's yeah. right. That's you right. know, just it's just well. you know, just like look. I I think that you're right. You know, have some humility. Like if you're carrying pads, that's fine. But when when things got a little extreme, I I I understood because I don't want you don't you don't want to break someone. Yeah, in situation. Well, or and, try and, to go yeah. down a road of, and you never know something. somebody's background. That's right. You know, they, they get maybe yeah. they got bullied as a kid, or yeah. you never know. So yeah. you certainly don't want to paint it a broad brush. But well, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we could go on for an hour and a half on training camp. Stories, oh my gosh, it's it's endless, man. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is is there's there's, and I said at the very beginning of the show depends on what side you are. There's a level of anxiety. Because you know you're about to compete, you know your your body's about to go through hell. You know that you're you're mentally going to be challenged through through this time. But man, I loved it, man. It was yeah. my favorite, especially here with the Cowboys, because it was like the first time I got to do everything. I got to be a running back. I got to be a tight end. Because it was like, okay, we're saving all the other guys that we actually care about. So Tyler, you just you run all the second team running back reps and third tight end reps. And, yeah. But it was so fun because I got to do all these things, and then you know, kind of okay, look, hey, show some versatility and value, and that's how I made the team every year was because i did all that extra stuff and so hey, I, I got a quick it. question for you so during during the season did they have you do any scout team reps on oh, the defensive side of the ball oh uh, you, uh sometimes yeah so my last two years less i probably four or five weeks during the year i'd i'd like play dn, DN or play line, line up or yeah like yeah so and it was you know i'd did I would, you rush I hard did oh, you come hard Hell yeah, <laughs> I would. But the problem, the problem was, is that because I was a first team fullback, it was if we were in like third down day and, and we didn't have any twenty one right. personnel, then yeah, I'd go over there and do that. But then I'm like, you know, I got Lale or or I got uh, Tyron Ty, Smith, yeah, and it's yeah. like I'm rushing against those guys. 
Uh, but I, it was more like, hey, look, I'm going to go super hard and then uh-huh. I'm just going to, I'm going to mess around with you. Cause you're right. my guy, right? right? Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to brother-in-law you a little bit, right. but yeah, man, I, I get that, that, that chop, that chop club <laughs> rip. And then I get that spin in. He's going back. He went yeah, back. Yeah. He's oh, having a flashback. It was fun, man. But yeah, so I would, and that's, that's how I got a job in Cleveland was because I was scout team on both sides. Mm. That's how I got my first shot is because I did have a defensive background. Right. And man, was like, no, you're going to play linebacker and you're going to play fullback on scout team. Yeah. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. Well, like we said, best time of the year. Football's about to start sure, back up. That's right. So, uh, thank you, boys, for well, that insight. Inside, inside, uh, inside knowledge with the Cowboys, you know, being on hard knocks. I mean, I'm excited about that. Oh, that's right. The Cowboys that's are right. on hard knocks. So that's it'll, be, right. it'll be yeah. fun to watch, and it'll yeah. be interesting to see how McCarthy kind of handles that and yeah. how Dak's yeah. going to come back. And you God, know, there's the, so many storylines here. Yeah, the, the so leadership questions on yeah. defense, who's going to step yeah. up on that side now that, you know, really kind of the two guys that – you could say where the leaders yeah. are gone. It'll yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah, what this training maybe camp we looks dive like. into that a little deeper next week. Yeah, okay. on Q and A. Talks yeah. of football. Yeah, well, you know, hey, sometimes you got to do what you ben, do. Ben yeah, skin's crawling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about football, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a football podcast. <laughs> so, anyway, well, you guys have a good weekend. Uh, happy, uh, happy NFL season. Yeah, thanks. Bro.